0: listener production.
1: A better end to what has been a relatively uneventful week for markets.
0: And let's find out what's happening next week.
1: Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Friday the 24th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update.
0: Happy Friday.
1: Happy Friday to you.
0: I had to jump in there because I felt like you were about to say it. Please and I wanted do. to say it first. I was very excited.
1: You win. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> what do I get?
1: <laughs> Not much. You get a market update.
0: <laughs> Woo! Wait, I'm presenting it though.
1: It would together. It's a team effort. <laughs> it's been a decent day, right? It's been a funny week, but today at least the as 200 is higher.
0: I wouldn't call it a funny week. Maybe a quiet week, but yes. Quiet week, yeah. Quiet Yeah, I think that's right word.
1: That will do. The ASX 200 (laughs) up about a fifth of 1%, so a solid improvement. Last night we had the US share markets completely shut for Thanksgiving, so that Mm -hmm. can keep markets globally a little quieter than usual, which is kind of what we've seen not only in Australia but across Asia and Europe as well. And this is the first lift that we've had since Tuesday, but it is fair to say that As you mentioned, it's been quite an unconvincing and pretty quiet week for markets. Very Hmm. small moves in both directions this whole week. And the ASX 200, or the, the Aussie market, fell by about a tenth of a percent this whole week.
0: Yes, I was actually surprised to see that we did fall because, as you mentioned, we've had three days of gains, but it wasn't enough to push us into positive territory, unfortunately. And yes, we did have U.S. markets shut for Thanksgiving last night, which meant we only had the European markets to look to, and they actually rose overnight. So we did start our session on the front foot, and we kind of stayed there all day, just marginally. We weren't up by much, but it still was good. Tonight, U.S. markets will reopen but they will shut about three hours early, maybe just giving people time to go back and eat the turkey leftovers.
1: (laughs) Perhaps, but uh, I think the important takeaway is it's not overly surprising that markets didn't do a whole lot this week. There wasn't a huge amount of economic data or major events to, to move markets, but also it's off the back of what we've seen for most of the month. So we're really at the tail end of the month now. Back in October, that was our worst month of the year for markets here in Australia. And in November, we've recouped all of those declines, essentially, and gains in the U.S. have been even stronger because of the um, how heavy or how large their tech sector is, and they've been some of the best performers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But that was actually the opposite of what we've seen here. So if we look at how sectors performed over just this week, though, not over the month, mm-hmm. we've actually seen the tech sector fall the most, which is quite surprising.
1: Yeah, so we've had a bit of a, a decline there, certainly. But um, shall we look at some of the, the sectors today and how they've performed?
0: Well, today we had the energy sector outperforming. That was up by around 1.3% as a whole, which was a little bit surprising there because we did see a drop in oil prices and that generally leads to a drop in energy stocks, but they actually lifted today. If we look at the worst performer, tech stocks, that was today as well and over the week down 1.7% as a group today. And there was also a survey that CBA economists did on Black Friday, which I found pretty interesting because obviously we know we're all dealing with the cost of living pressures. So what came out of this survey was some pretty interesting but probably expected outcomes. So there were a lot of people saying they were looking to buy essential items during the sale period due to cost of living pressures, which I thought most people would actually be buying Chrissy gifts.
1: Well, I think it is the time, obviously, for Chrissy gift as well, because in the past, you know, a number of years ago, December was that month where everyone would buy Christmas presents. Now that's been brought forward a lot and all of these sales kind of in, in, you know, entice th- that type of spending. But maybe it's partly because of cost of living pressures. People are starting to spend on other things as well, not just Chrissy Gifts.
0: Exactly right. Well, the survey said that 78% of people were actually using this period to Mm. buy essential items, and there was only a smaller portion of people that were using it to buy gifts. There you go. Another interesting fact that came out of the survey was that the younger generation or millennials, who are actually feeling inflation the most, might I add, as per the statistics, They're actually the ones that are planning to shop the sales more than the older people. So even though we're feeling the pinch, we still feel the need to shop the sales. We just can't get enough of buying new things.
1: Interesting stuff. And it's going to be obviously a test for many retailers to see how confident people are, how long these sales are going to go for, and how sharp the the discounts are, because some retailers might try to get the best from people by discounting more heavily than they usually have. But let's look at stocks because there's quite a few to get through. Whitehaven Coal today up about 3.5%. It was off the back of a, a very short half-page announcement by the coal miners saying that the Queensland government has recommended a coal project is okay to proceed. This is a metallurgical coal project, and that's the type of coal they dig out of the ground for steel making. So the coal project is totally fully owned by Whitehaven and is expected to produce quite a bit of, of coal. So shares are up.
0: Fortescue was hired today as well after the company announced a minor change to its name. So instead of being called Fortescue Metals Group Limited, it's now going to be called Fortescue Limited. So they've simplified it. Same name, essentially, but just shorter. I like it. And that'll take effect next week.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, Bubs Australia also in focus. Bub's quite a short name already, eighteen percent lower today. <laughs> Back online, it was in a trading halt for the last couple of days. It raised about fourteen million dollars from larger investors at a, a lower price, it has basically been raising money to help expand over in the United States infant formula market
0: tech company WiseTech held its annual general meeting today. They ended up being the second worst performer. They talked about a number of things. One was the company reaffirming its full year guidance. And although they did say their near-term earnings margins would be slightly lower due to strategic acquisitions that are still being integrated, which will help the business grow in the long run, they also announced the company's chairman will retire at the end of March next year after being in the position for five years. But he was on the company's board for a total of nine years, a long, quite a long time with the company, which is potentially why we saw WiseTech shares are down today. They fell by around 3%.
1: Select Harvest down about 10% today. It lost around $114 million over the 12 months to September. That's compared to almost a $5 million profit a year earlier. I'd blend this on two things. One, a 30% drop in the size of its almond crop. And two, a 5.5% fall in almond prices, producing less, selling it for lower prices. Not helpful.
0: Just quickly before we wrap up on stocks, wanted to mention Virgin Money. They were the worst performer for today. And this is actually a UK-based company who came out with their profit results last night while their markets were trading. And basically their profit didn't quite meet analyst expectations. They dropped by around 42% over the year on the back of cost pressures. So with that news out overnight, we kind of knew the ASX-listed counterpart would be under pressure today too. So they were the worst performer, down 6%.
1: And let's look forward uh, very briefly. So tonight, there's really not a huge amount out to move markets. We do get a speech from the European Central Bank President, Christine Lagarde, and some figures on manufacturing.
0: Looking to next week, things are definitely going to ramp up. I think the thing that's going to dominate will be inflation both here and also out of the US.
1: Yep, absolutely. So Wednesday here in Australia and in the United States later in the week, we've got Cyber Monday also following on from Black Friday. There'll be another of other things to watch, like uh, the major oil producers meeting later in the week as well. So important for oil prices.
0: Yeah, that meeting actually got moved. It was meant to be this Sunday, but that got moved to around mid next week. And we'll also have another 65 annual general meetings being hosted over the course of next week. So that could move markets too.
1: There you go. Have a great weekend, Laura, and all our listeners as well.
0: Have a lovely weekend, everyone. We'll do this again next week.